Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We are continuing our study about the battlefield, which is the mind, and how the mind becomes the battlefield is based on thoughts that you and I allow in our mind to enter into our uh, um, that area of our being and by which we give them permission to grow and become uh, a stronghold tells us in the scriptures so uh, what we're just trying to do is to understand as it states in second corinthians 2 11 these satans get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices and our goal is to uh, make sure that we are familiar with his devices so that we can become victorious in our lifestyle that we are called to live and be as we are part of this world but not of the world. And so the Bible tells us that this battlefield is the mind. And we are looking at Second Corinthians 10, 3 uh, through 5, actually through 6. It tells us about um, for though we walk in the flesh we do not war according to the flesh um, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for laying down strongholds so we have uh, is declaring to us the purpose of our wedding in our, our um, weapons is for pulling down strongholds casting down arguments. Um, we know that uh, the enemy has certain philosophies that we have to uh, come up those arguments and uh, so we are going to, we are called to be ready for those things. Casting down arguments and every high thing exalts itself against knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and we always say sometimes we interchange that with being obedient to the word, and the Bible says they're the same. Being ready to punish all disobedience, and uh, we know how we punish all disobedience is by the word for it is written. Jesus Christ gave us the, um, uh, the, the example, and we're going to look several of them. So tells us that we are uh, to be ready to punish all disobedience when our obedience is fulfilled. So that is the uh, foundation by which we're looking at uh, this uh, uh, battlefield and how we are going to behave, uh, um, make sure that we follow the word. So we know that we are to be renewing our mind by uh, the words, the scripture says, uh, that we are to renew our minds daily. And this will, as we renew our mind, it will give us the capability to resist the enemy. Know that our carnal mind, the flesh, is opened to um, his uh, attack. And so we will look at some of those attacks of how he comes. And first, let's take, uh, I want to focus on Eve, the attack of Eve which is in Genesis chapter 3. And let's go and read Genesis chapter 3, and we'll see how he approaches her 
and then we we're going to look at other incidents in other books i told you about the book of yasher that house the information with uh, lucifer coming against uh, abraham isaac and sarah so let's take a look at genesis first and uh, see his attack we have to be um, uh, we don't want to be ignorant of his devices so now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the lord had made and he said to the woman has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We must eat the fruit of the, of the tree of the garden. We may eat the fruit of the garden, of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. We know she added some information there. And the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die for god knows that in the day you eat of it your eyes will be open and you will be like god knowing good and evil so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree desirable to make one wise she took of it fruit and ate she also gave to her husband with her and he ate that is the first mention of Lucifer coming in and engaging with um, a man and based on his engagement with man we see that the record states that man was the woman was deceived and man ate so the woman was deceived the man was not he just ate it he just took it and ate and ate and um uh, when he did that's when the he created i have a thing where creation of adam was this evil um this corrupt spirit by disobedience and christ came and did uh reverse it by obedience and so um we see his point of attack how he's coming up has God said, and so He is creating within you. He's always coming with this question to create this doubt within you, this conflict. And so He's here to create a conflict between what God says and what you think God says. And you know, He's trying to now get you to question the Word of God. And what Jesus went and did was got the He went and found the Word of God and then just told Him. And so. Uh, but she did not uh, revert back to that. And so we see his first approach is to cause this uh, dissension within her thought. Okay? And he says, you will not surely die. And we know that that's a lie. And you will be like God. And it, it tells us that he's appealing to the pride and all of stuff like this. And the woman saw, and we know that she started implementing, looking at it from the, the natural realm and it was pleasant to the eyes and it would make you wise and all of these things so he uh, uh, his approach is to come to you and appeal to your senses uh, people call those the internal aspect of your senses your ego and all of those different things but his primary way of attack is coming after you and getting you to um, differ with the word of god to doubt where he is now implanting this by a question. And so you and I will see that this is how he comes 
all the time. He doesn't know any other way as to how to do this. And uh, we will look at Jesus' life and we will see also and um, get some answers that way. But I want to take you guys to the book of Yasher. This is uh, one of the books that the Bible talks about. And um, uh, Joshua mentioned it, you know, Jude quoted from it, you know, all of these guys in their culture, they utilize this book. So there's a situation in the Bible that we read about, about um, uh, Isaac being taken to, um, to be, uh, uh, to, uh, to be uh, offered up as a sacrifice. And in Christianity, they teach us that this little kid, but when you look at the book of Yashu, you'll see, no, he was an old man. He was a grown man. He was um, in his 30s and he was growing up there. And so, But uh, when you study that book, you get a better picture as to what was going on. He went willingly. He, had, he was talking to his brother and he was bragging to his brother. Um, uh, Ishmael was talking about, um, yeah, uh, I got circumcised on the 13th day and, uh, you know, um, uh, and all this stuff. And uh, Isaac said to him, Man, you're complaining because you have a little flesh that you gave to God or whatever. He said, look, if God asks my father to um, to sacrifice me, I will go willingly. And based on that statement, um, Lucifer comes and just like he's, he did with Job, roaming back and forth, if you read the, the, the document, God began to brag on um, Abraham, says, did you check my son out, my servant? And um, he says, yeah, I checked him out, but... You know, um, he, he he tell him to sacrifice your son and he's not going to follow you and so forth. So that's the background as to that. And so these guys now um, have to come up. God comes and says to him, okay, Abraham, I want you to, to bring him to a location that I'm going to tell you and offer him as a sacrifice. And so uh, he now uh, has to come to... Um, uh, to Sarah and tell her that um, he wants to take only son somewhere, and he's not telling her that he's going to and they're going to this mount to to be sacrificed. And so, um, so Abraham comes. I wanted to give you that as the backstory. So Abraham comes, and this is what he says in in Yasher chapter twenty three. And Abraham said within himself, How shall I separate my son Isaac from Sarah his mother? in order to bring him up for a burnt offering before the Lord. And Abraham came into the tent, and he sat before Sarah, his wife, and he spoke these words to her. So this is what he said. Son Isaac is grown up, and he has not for some time studied the service of his God. Now, tomorrow I will go and bring him to Shem and Eber, his son, and there he will learn the ways of the Lord. For they will teach him to know the Lord, as well as to know that when he be continually before the Lord, he will answer him. Therefore, there he will know the way of serving the Lord his God. Sarah replies, and Sarah said, Thou hast spoken well. Go, my Lord, and do unto him as thou hast said, but remove him not a great distance from me. Neither let him remain there too long, for my soul is bound within his soul. So we're seeing the real mama's boy. This woman loves this guy. And Abraham said unto Sarah, my daughter, let us pray to the Lord our God that he may do good with us. So he lies to his wife. 
And she says, don't take him that far. And he says, let's pray about it, girl. And Sarah took her son Isaac, and he abode all that night with her. And she praised him and gave him instructions till morning. So she stays up with her boy and hugging and kissing on him. And um, uh, now it's morning time. And Sarah said to Abraham, O my Lord, I pray thee, keep heed of thy son and place thine eyes over him, for I have no other son nor daughter. And O forsake him not. If he be hungry, give him bread. If he be thirsty, give him water to drink. Do not let him go on foot, neither let him sit in the sun. So she's laying out the um, the rule book by which she wants to um, make sure that he's watching over the sun. So it tells us that after they've done all of this, Sarah wept bitterly the whole night on account of Isaac, and she gave him instructions till morning. So in the morning, Sarah selected a very fine and beautiful garment from those garments which she had in the house that Abimelech had given her. And if you read the Bible, you'll see that um, Abraham lied, uh, saying that she's his sister, and Abimelech uh, uh, got angry with them because he found out that they were husband and wife, and he gave them uh, stuff and told them to get out of here. So anyway, she takes some of these things. She dresses that boy up real good. And it tells us in verse 16, And Sarah went out with them, and she accompanied them upon the road to see them off. And they said, Return to the tent. So they tell her, Go back home. And so they cried again, and they took off, and they're gone. And so uh, if you read the story, the account, you'll see that they're crying a lot. And um, now they're walking, going along the road after they left. And um, we have that two other guys came with, Two other servants came with Abraham, and the Bible doesn't go into that, but the book of uh, Yasher does, Eleazar and Ishmael, his son, and they're walking with them, and they said, look, you know, um, they knew that he was going and sacrifice his son. He said, well, you know, um, when he does this, he, um, one of us is going to inherit money and, and the land. And so they're talking amongst themselves who's going to be the one that inherits the money. And they're walking, the Bible tells us, I mean, the book of Yasha tells us, Abraham was proceeding with his son Isaac along the road, and Satan came, appeared to Abraham the figure of a very aged man, humble and contrite spirit. The Bible tells us that he's a faker, and he knows how to present in a, as an angel of light, including his kids. They know how to do that. That's how they infiltrate the church. So he approached Abraham and said to him, Art thou silly, brutish, that thou goest to do this thing this day to thy son, to thy only son? See, here is the question again. That question and his approach is the very same way he approached um, Eve. Art thou, um, did God really say? And so the purpose of that question you know, is um, uh, uh, to cause that doubt and have you allow that thought to germinate within your mind and once you accept that thought and you begin to uh, make it your own then you're in trouble you're hearing me saying this over and over again let me show you according to the scripture how you and i agree or accept a thought let's go to matthew six thirty one. therefore take no thought saying and so you and i as you see jesus laid out you and i take 
a thought. We agree with it. Take no thought saying. So we're going to continue this uh, um, uh, study because, like I said, there's a lot. And I'm going to spend the time here because I want to. I love this uh, study. I love this type of things, talking about um, controlling the thought and the mind. And I want to spend time to allow the Word of God to be uh, presented in its fullness so that you can eat good, man. I'm trying to get you guys to eat good. So stay with me in the next couple of um, podcasts. We're going to take as long as we have to in order to make this thing taste good and so that you can enjoy it and have a full understanding of how the devil works and the devices that he uses. So we see one of his devices that he uses, and I want you to take note of it, get your books and your pads and write, is how he comes to you. The woman, he said, has God indeed said? And so you see in the story when we're reading in, um, with, uh, um, in the book of Yasher, he comes the same way, and he came the same way to, um, to Abraham. And he said, did, did God really say this, man? I mean, this is your boy, and you're going to do this with your only son of rockers, man. So he says, um, uh, he comes to, to Abraham, and he said, uh, Art thou stupid or silly and brutish that thou goest to do this thing this day to thy only son? He comes with the question, guys. Watch the first thing and how he approaches. He is trying to cause you to differ, causing you to allow doubt and unbelief and all of these other enemies of your faith to enter in. But it's up to you and I, the scripture says, that we ought to guard our mind. We ought to be a soldier, not to allow this to happen according to the scripture, which I read to you guys yesterday. And uh, we will continue our walk and our study in this topic. For the Bible says, man, the just shall live by faith, and we walk by faith, not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe, and if you can support us financially we deeply appreciate it until next time invite your family friends neighbors church study group and even people you don't like you can hear us on buzzsprout apple podcasts google podcasts spotify apple music iHeartRadio, radio cast overcast and many more